It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Tonight, I have one wish. I want to hear the most memorable love stories that you've experienced. Just call me and share these love stories with me. And then also all the questions you may have. I want to have a memorable night tonight on The Rendezvous. Great stories, great dilemma, and then together just... Find this great energy, la joie de vivre, the joy of life on the show tonight. Uh, let me uh, tell you the result of this poll I put on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. The question was, should you ask your partner's permission before getting a tattoo? 34% of you said yes. 66% of you said no. I was part of the 34% because I believe that when it can affect your partner's desire for you, it's better to kind of get on the same page and everybody's happy. If you're in a committed relationship, of course, or marriage, otherwise it's nobody's business, of course. Anyway, I'm ready for your calls. 855-905-8255. Carlos, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. You have a love or romantic story to share with us? Uh, yes, it was the first time I said I love you to my girlfriend, well, my now fiancé. Okay, um, tell me that story. So we were dating for about six months. Um, I knew pretty early on that I loved her. I fell in love very quickly uh, within a few months. Uh, but I decided finally to tell her uh, one night. <clears throat> I was very nervous. I cooked dinner. Um, she had come home from work. I had candles and wine. And all I could think about was what she was going to say when I said I love you to her. Uh, so <laughs> all throughout the dinner, I just had it in the back of my head throughout our conversation. And then finally, as we were finishing up, I just, you know, I couldn't take it anymore. And quickly I said, I love you. And without even missing and? a beat, she said, I love you too. Isn't um, that, I mean, isn't that maybe the most best feeling as adult, we can get, right? This, I love you too, right? You say, I love you, and the other person says, I love you too. That validation is like, just there's no name, just how good it feels, right? Right. It was so fantastic. I was worried for nothing, um, and it was a relief. <laughs> We've all been there. Listen, I just, this is a great story, Carlos. It's simple, but, you know, we all have that moment, or most of us have that moment where, you know, we are thinking about saying I love you, and we don't know if the other person will say I love you too. Thank you so much, Carlos, for sharing that first I love you story. I, I like that. It's it's in the book of the Rendezvous show forever, this one. I, I appreciate you calling okay. me and sharing that story with us. Have a good night. No problem. Thank you, Simon. If you have a question, something urgent, and you can't dial in, all you got to do is email it to me at therendezvousshow.com. Trisha, what's going on with that person? All right, so this is a listener email from Geriana that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Geriana. This guy that I met on a dating app wants to take me to Vegas for our first date. We've talked on the phone, and I told him I've never been to Vegas, and he said he wanted to take me this weekend, and he said that he'll get me a plane ticket. He also said he wants the story of our first date to be really special. I'm nervous, but also intrigued. Should I go? So, Geriana... Do you think on a first date with somebody you've never met, you should take a plane to meet him in Vegas? I am going to answer that next. Would you go on a first date, take a plane, and meet somebody you've never, ever met to Las Vegas? That's the exact question Jerry and I just emailed me, and I'm so glad she did. Because my first reaction is, 
Are you serious? Geriana, you never take a plane to meet a stranger anywhere. Period. Just for your safety. So no, you're nervous for good reason. It's not the right thing to do. You tell him to you can meet him in a coffee, kind of in a different neighborhood than home, and just get to know him locally. Never meet a stranger outside of your comfort zone. Certainly not taking a plane to see him. That's my answer. Be safe first, please, Jayana, and hopefully you'll find somebody else. Good luck to you. Any questions? 855-905-8255. Call me. 855-905-8255. If you speak French or, of course, in English, call me. 855-905-8255. Lindsay, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Lindsay. Welcome to the rendezvous. What is going on tonight? Hi, thank you. Um, well, I just got married two months ago. Oh, congratulations. Um, thank you so much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband and I, uh, we've both been married before, but he has two kids from a previous marriage. Um, and now that we're married and we all live in the same house together, he, you know, has asked, you know, he's like, hey, you know, um, I want the kids to read more. I kind of want them to help out with chores more around the house. You know, could you help me kind of delegate that as you see needed? And, of course, I said yes. Mm-hmm. Recently, though, whenever it does happen where maybe the kids are on the iPad for a while and I say, hey, you guys, how about we put it down? Let's read. Let's maybe go outside and play or something. Um, he kind of contradicts me in front of the kids and says, no, no, just let them do whatever they want. Okay. And since they're not my biological children, I'm the stepmom, I'm, I, I, don't, I don't really know what to do. Like, how much say do I have? What do I do? So I... That's really what I'm asking you. What do you feel like I should do, Simon? Okay, Lindsay. So um, as a step-parent, if you don't know what to do with the kids, just ask him what he wants you to do with the kids, right? Because you you, you said something very true. It's not they're not your kids. And um, so I think the best is to ask him because there's no reason to fight over the kids that are not yours unless they're rude and all this and then he has to interfere. But if they're just on the iPad and if their dad thinks it's okay, then it's his way because they are his kids. So, you know, take distance. Don't get into fights for this. So argument, just say, hey, what do you want me to do with them? Or is there a strategy? Ask him for that. Is there a guidance or a strategy you want for your kids? And then um, go with it because really they're not your kids. So I'm sure you're going to love them. I mean, I love other people's kids as a godparent, for instance, but we're not directly the parents. So I think the best way is just to ask your husband what he wants with them and just don't fight for that because that's not your responsibility at the end. Okay. All All right, right, Lindsay. I hope that helps you to relax and then no fighting at home. Actually, that's exactly what it is. It does help me relax a little bit more and just kind of try to enforce. And if not, then okay. Exactly. Go with it. And then you go read a book and chill out. Okay. All right, Lindsay. Thank you for calling and have a good night. Thank you. I just got an interesting question on Facebook. I got a message from somebody who's in a great relationship, but he's having weird thoughts. I'm going to help him with that. That's coming up next. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. If you can't call me or just dial the phone, just email me your question. You can even Facebook me the message at The Rendezvous Show. Trish, what is going on with this guy? Okay, so this comes from James that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, James. I'm in a relationship with a great girl. She's everything I've ever wanted in a girlfriend, and I could even see myself marrying her. 
The problem is I find myself wondering what it would be like to have ooh-la-la with other women all the time. And it's not just one woman in particular. It's just women in general. So I guess what I'm wondering is, is this normal and how can I make these thoughts stop and just be happy with my girlfriend? James, that's a great question. What can you do when you have the perfect partner and you're still wondering what would it be to be with other women? I'm going to tell you what to do next. Stay with me. Have you ever been in a perfect situation? You are with the perfect partner, yet you find your mind wondering what would it be to be with like other people. That's why James sent me that Facebook message at the Rendezvous show. I mean, James, first of all, relax because it is a normal thing once in a while to have. So I don't want you to like panic about this. The important part is we all have the right to fantasize. But if you are happy with this girl, as you said you are, maybe your mind is playing a trick to try to destroy the relationship. When your mind does that, so, oh, maybe the grass is greener next door, it'd be better with other women, or this or that. No, no. A side of you is trying to sabotage your relationship. But now you know that, James, all you got to say is, oh, my mind is trying to sabotage my own relationship and go on. But we all have the right to fantasize, so don't panic about this. Enjoy your girlfriend, and I'm glad you told me the truth because all of us, even in the best relationship of marriage, may fantasize about somebody else. This is not the end of the world. You call the next 855 905 8550255 Eight um, to me, a bed is for sleeping. I get, you know, I'm, I work hard. I'm really tired. I get all ready for bed, and uh, then I get in bed, and he wants to make out. And it's like, hmm. oh, no, <laughs> no, I, I, I want to sleep. If you wanted to make out, we could have discussed this earlier. I see. So, what do I do? Okay. When is your favorite time to make out? If it was up to you, when would that be? Any time is good, really. I love <laughs> him. You know, he's so sweet. He's so he's cute. I married him for goodness sake. You know, after dinner, before dinner, while I'm cooking, or you know, when we're walking, or before we, you know, get ready for bed. Just like give me a hint. This is where we're going. We're kissing now. I see. No, I get, I get it. Listen, but there's nothing wrong in talking about this, you know. And I would do it after you've had a wonderful time together, not before. So I would just say, listen. By the way, you know, at night, you know, I'm, I'm exhausted, and so it's not against you. And remember that. Emphasize on this. It's not against you. It's just, you know, I, I need my sleep because, honey, if I don't sleep. You know, it's it's hard work the next day. So yeah. can we just, you know, leave the bedroom for sleeping? You know, uh, you could say bed. You know, remember that song, Boots Are Made For Walking? Well, you could say beds are made for <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> and then and he'll get what you're saying. And then, you know, he I think he will leave you alone and not try to make out with you every time you go to bed. Because I hear you. I mean, you know, after the weekdays, especially, we all exhausted. I mean, you know, I go home after this show. And, you know, around 1 or 2 in the morning, I'm tired. So uh, I understand. And all you have to do is talk to him. 
I love that. Okay, I'm going to do that. Yes. Oh, thank uh, you. Just you managed find... to end our three-month marriage. <laughs> it, it's all right. Just find the right timing and when he's in a good mood. That's all it takes. Okay, thank you. All right, Karin. Best of luck to you and so you can have good nights again. All right? <laughs> thank you. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. What is the best way to talk about timing when it comes to making out, kissing, etc.? I'll tell you that next. What do you think is the best way to start a conversation when your timing is off? Meaning, just like my last caller, Karen said, you know, she goes to bed, loves a new husband, loves him, but she is exhausted. She's not in the mood to French kiss and, and all of that. And he does. And she doesn't know if she feels, you know, how am I going to tell that? He's going to feel rejected. And that is a key thing. What is the best way to talk to our partner about timing? And my experience shows that when you talk to your partner, don't talk to it right away if he starts to kiss you. And No, you know, talk the next day. Talk when it's like a neutral moment. You know, it's like don't answer an aggression by an aggression. Wait for the right timing. Timing is huge, but you should do it and you should do it the next day when you both are relaxed. You want to know how I know this? From personal experience. And I'm going to share that story with you next. So how do I know that timing is so important for, for both partners? It's because I failed tragically so many times at it. And especially in my younger days, when you, I don't know if you remember that, when you were like in your late teens, 17, 18, 19, I mean, you want to kiss all the time. You just, and then I remember that my first girlfriend, Christabel, would say, Simon, I love kissing you, but not all the time. And that was when I was 14. Even when I was 17, 18, Sabine, then my other girlfriend in Paris said, Simon, you know, not all the time. So I realized that not all the time people want to make out. And so I think it's key to be able to talk instead of pretending that we have to kiss back or do something we, it's not we don't like to do, it's just the wrong time. So you don't feel like it, just don't do it and tell your partner, you know, not all the time. So I've made that mistake. Don't do like me, do better than me. That's my advice. You call the next 855-905-8255. What is the number to dial right now if you have a question about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Joyce. Bonjour, Simon. Welcome to the rendezvous, Joyce. What's going on? Well, I I hope you can help me with this. I'm in a long-term relationship. I've been with my boyfriend for over four years and we've always talked about getting married and we've lived together most of the time since we met and he's a great loving person and I I think he's the one for me but sometimes I wonder if he is like sometimes I think that I need someone to challenge me Uh more and then I feel kind of bad for saying that because I know I'm an adult and if I want to change my behavior that's my responsibility it's just that sometimes I think like, he, he lets me complain too much, or he just kind of, like, he doesn't uh, stand up to me as much as maybe he should sometimes. But then he'll put up with a lot and then explode and then, like, threaten to throw off our whole plan for the day or whatever. Whereas I'm the kind who's just, I'll let you know if something's wrong consistently. So maybe I do that too much. And maybe I think maybe he's not a good match. Like, maybe he's not strong enough for me or something. I see. So you would like maybe a stronger character, right? I think so. But then this guy is, you know, I love him and, and he's so 
kind and you know and he's my partner and we have fun together and I sort of can't imagine being with anyone else so I got, here's my advice this is this is something that's going to help you you take a piece of paper and a pencil or a pen you write on the left side all the plus of this man on the right side of the column you said all the minus and you really take the time a couple of days in your mind with your heart all the plus and minus of dating this guy and at the end you decide with the equilibrium on the side of still dating him or of leaving him because you better than anyone once you put it on the paper page the plus and the minus will know if you should stay or if you should go well i think that's good advice and that's helpful and i have actually written out lists before of all the things i love about him and it's such a long list and longer than anyone i've ever been with before like i feel like if i left someone like this i would greatly regret it and i would just wonder what I was thinking and then I couldn't get him back. Like, that's what I feel in my heart. Very good. But I still want you to put all the things you hate about him, right? The, <laughs> okay. No, no. Finish the exercise. Don't be afraid. Yeah, okay. Nobody will see that list. Finish yeah. the, the likes, the dislike, the love, and the hate. And at the end, and I think you have the right answer, you're in the right direction. you got to make the exercise. Anytime you're in a relationship and you don't know what to do, take a piece of paper, write down the facts, the history, the plus and the minus, and then decide if it's worth staying. Okay? <laughs> okay. Okay? Thank you. Thanks, Simon. Best of luck to you, Joyce, and have a good night. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. More of The Rendezvous is coming up next. Stay with me. Have you ever listened to my latest podcast episodes of La Confession, where the truth always comes out, and have listened to the, the callers? Actually, it's, it's the new trend that we started here on The Rendezvous, where uh, it started, I think, a lady listened to me and said, I want to confess something, and then one and two and three. And I've opened this space for you to confess or tell a story that you've never told anybody. And believe me, if you go to La Confession, you can find it on my website at therendezvousshow.com. Um, there is great episodes, and I really appreciate the honesty and the directness of the stories. Uh, no judgment whatsoever. Life is life. C'est la vie. And we learn from each other. So if you want to participate in this, just do like they did. Just reach out to one of my producers, email us at therendezvousshow.com, and I'll get you on my podcast. We'll have more time to talk about what happened to you. Have a good night. I'll be back tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. And as we say in Paris, bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.